Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Jolene and Cremora used the Klonkwonks as leverage to enter the Magnus estate. While Jolene was sound asleep, Cremora explored her childhood home and confronted her mother Lenore in a secret basement. Cremora? Mother? After all these years. I've been away for like two years. Come on, don't be so dramatic. You've finally come around. And I think at this point she rolls up her sleeves and she has tattoos of the constellations on her arms. You seek power too. It is the Magnus way. It is how we have always been. How the Magnuses have always been is not how I intend to continue. You're following in our footsteps, even if you don't want to. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be trying to backstab me if you weren't. You know, I made a friend promise that if I uh, went too far over the edge, she'd pull me back. Don't think that's necessary anymore. And I'm going to cast Magic Missiles. Eight. Three damage. The attack hits her, but barely seems to concern her. And one of the orbs behind her floats up and launches towards you. I'd like to try and dodge out of the way. You dodge out of the way, but then it breaks open and releases like a flash of energy can I please get you to roll wisdom? Oh, shit. That's a seven. You feel a force gripping your body and contorting you to Lenore's will. While this effect is ongoing, if you do anything against her will, you take 1d6 damage. Cremora, sit down. I'm gonna walk backwards and just push my back up against the wall. Okay, you feel like the twinges of this effect coming on, but you you just managed to stay within the bounds of it by doing that. Why don't we just talk first? Talk? No. Tell me why you are here. Because I know that what you're doing is wrong. I don't know what you're doing yet, but I know that you're you, and whatever it is, I'm going to have to stop you. You have the marks on your body. Why? I was curious. Oh, cool, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend has tattoos and I wanted to impress her! <laughs> <laughs> Who is Shelly? I don't know anyone by that name. What do you know about the symbols? Only what I've read about them. You feel a twinge. Like, you do need to say a bit more, because that's not the truth. Only what I've read about them, and what I've been able to gather from observation and discussions with Cassandra. Cassandra? Wonderful to have her stumble into my acquaintance. Where did you meet Cassandra? In the Tour of Busca after I died the first time 
I think she's starting to get frustrated. And I think she just suddenly snaps at you. Where will it land? I legitimately have no idea what you are talking about. I think she just screams and you feel the magic spike and then let you go. What are you doing, Mother? Why are you collecting these souls? I suppose you were honest with me. Maybe I can spare a little bit of honesty for you. But it doesn't sound like you know as much as you should. Well, I dropped out after all. I am collecting these souls because on the first of winter I must be ready. Now that is interesting. You know as well as I do, that there is a great power coming, and I will be the one to seize it. And here I was thinking that, oh, you might secretly want to save the world, even if it's just to protect your own interests. No, it's all about the power. I should have realized. I, do you know, I almost had hope there for a second that you might not be a complete piece of scum. But no, again, once, as always, you proved me wrong. There is something bigger than any mortal, stronger than any god. Coming. Are we talking stronger than... Cartus is a creator god, isn't he? He's one of those. I think he's a creator god. Stronger than that sort of thing, the thing that we've killed? You don't even begin to understand. Is it like the ethereal worm? Yes. Oh, good. The ethereal worm isn't what I'm after. That is just power uncontrolled. What is coming is a threat, but also an opportunity. I hope you realise I can't allow you to have that. That much power? I think her tattoos glow purple, and she shoots another great bolt of energy at you. I'm not going to try and dispel magic this time. I'm just going to try and duck out of the way. Uh, Roll the fight danger dexterity. (sighs) That's a seven. You have the choice... You can take this hit directly, or it will fly past you and destroy the ladder that you use to get in and out of here completely. I'll dodge and let it destroy the ladder. This metal ladder is blasted apart, shrapnel of it flinging through the room. Oh, that's how we're doing it. And Cremora's tattoos ignite green, and let's go for the big guns. Fireball time. That's another seven. Fuck my entire life. Five damage, ignoring armor. I'll put myself on the spot or in danger. You blast out this this flame and it scrolls over her. And as the flame clears, you can't see her. She's not there. Oh, that's clever. Fine. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation. I'm going to use its secondary function that no one ever uses to create a illusion no bigger than myself. I'm going to create a static image of a wall about as long as Cremora is tall, about like Cremora size, but horizontally, about where she was. And then hopefully it'll hit her and there'll be a gap where she is. Ah, interesting. Roll to cast a spell. Nine. I'll forget prestidigitation, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck prestidigitation. For the first time, I've never forgotten that spell. (laughs) This wall appears and you're hoping to reveal the spot where she's standing. Well, at least now you know she's not there anymore. The wall appears completely unblocked. Wonderful. Meanwhile, the orbs start rising from their places. 
Spell magic. Ten. Oh, yeah. Dispel the orbs floating. I have them all drop. Okay, um, they drop down to the ground, and at the same time, Lenore falls out of the air and towards you. Magic missile right into her face. <laughs> okay. Ten. I'm going to do something I've never done before. Kumara holds out her hand, and the symbol on her palm ignites, and a burst of arcane force launches itself out of her palm and hits Lenore right in the face. And I'm going to use empowered magic, and I will take a seven to nine result to maximize the effect, so I will deal eight damage to her. You do that, but then she lands on you, and her hands are on your face, and they start burning so intensely. Energy is pulsing through your whole body. What do you do? Would it be very awful of me to cast a spell magic again? You can try. That's a ten. So she is locked with her hands on your face, and you are locked, dispelling it. I have had a lot longer doing this than you. What makes you think you will win? Track record, and I'm just going to headbutt her. <laughs> uh, roll, Hell yeah! Roll constitution to hurt her skull worse than you hurt your own skull. That is a three. That is a nine. You smack her in the head. You take a d4 damage. Three damage, down to one damage. And she wheels back and falls off you. I'm sick of this fight. Yeah, well, I was sick of being abused, and I'm going to cast Magic Missile again. <gasps> so that's a ten, and I will forget Magic Missile and deal eight damage to her. Just this blast of green arcane energy comes out of your hand, empowered by your tattoos, which are glowing like the stars in the sky, and your blow lands in her chest, and she stumbles back, and then she starts dissolving, and she just looks at you. <laughs> you didn't think you'd be rid of me that easy, did you? No, I'll see tall. you again by the end of the week. And she falls into a pile of dust. Good gods, that was cathartic. Your mother is a lich. Jolene, Jolene, you wake up in fresh rays of sunlight streaming in through your bedroom window. God fucking damn, I hate the sun. You can smell wafting through the air uh, bacon and eggs cooking. She rolls over, goes back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So I think in an hour you wake up again. The smell of breakfast is sort of receding a little bit at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what does your bedroom look like? What sort of stuff do you have in your bedroom? Walls with that kind of like clay baked sort of look to it. Single window uh, at the top of her bed. Just a regular single bed for a halfway. There is a small desk in the corner next to a bunch of shelves with a small collection of books and uh, glass jars. Um, on the table itself, there is a small section that like comes up like a drafting table. 
There's also a tiny little chemistry set on the far corner, and just around the table there are little glass jars and, like, wooden boxes full of just random-ass-looking crap. It's just, like, weird, like, rocks, um, some weird powdered substance. You don't know what the hell it is. She doesn't know either. Dried flowers, herbs. There's a potato in there for no reason. (laughs) Oh, Jolene! Come on, get out of here. Your your breakfast is getting cold. And the bacon's getting eaten. Mom! (laughs) Don't eat my bacon, God! Oh, I'm sorry. You better not have fed it to Bronfo. I, uh... You fed it to Bronfo, didn't you? Oh, your nature-y friend put all these ideas in your head about what the dog's allowed to eat. I'm not going to go into this. It's too early in the morning. Okay, I'm coming out. Early in the morning? (laughs) You've slept in. And you come on out. And in your dining room, there's a table and a plate set out for you. Everyone else has finished eating. Uh, Lisa is in the kitchen scrubbing a dish. Wow, morning! I am sure glad you decided to join us, big sis. What day is it? Why, it's, uh, it's the seventh day of winter. Winter? Yeah, you just came back a week ago. Huh. Okay. I guess... I'm gonna eat. Okay, uh, where's Brumpo? Ah, well, you know how he is. Going out and bothering Dad while he's doing work on the house. Thanks for not eating all of my bacon. What? No problem. And you sit down and, like, edges of the bacon and nibble that. (laughs) Well, not all of it, I guess. That's an improvement. (laughs) Well, you know what it's like when you're around bacon? (laughs) And the bacon is not being eaten by someone who can defend themselves. All right, well, go, go go eat that food, and then you can go help out your dad. Okay. And she, she eats it. Uh, you have a lovely meal. Uh, what next in the life of Jolene? Jolene. Um, she's going to run back to her bedroom, get changed, and just before she leaves, she sticks a knife down the back of her pants underneath her shirt. Um, I think the knife you get out is Lenny. Something's a little bit strange. You notice when you get Lenny out, it feels maybe a little bit colder. And he's not really talking at the moment. Hey, Lenny. <sighs> Guess you're not Lenny. And you head out. What's your dad working on around the house? I guess he's fixing the roof. All right. So you get up on the roof and he's there, like, nailing a new panel in to one part of the roof. Waha there. Jolene, I'm glad you decided to join me on a good part of the day. Well, why don't you grab a hammer and I'll start uh, fixing these things into place. All right. Where's the hammers? Well, I have a spare one right here. I was waiting for you. Thanks. I gotta thank you for convincing me to come back. What changed your mind? Well, you did. Yeah, but all I did was just talk at you. What really changed your mind? Well, remembering days like these, getting up a little late and doing work and just living, it's a lot simpler than uh, having snakes on your plane. Yep, snakes were kind of a doozy. Oh, uh, a little later I was wondering if you could uh, go into town and uh, pick up some supplies. But uh, just be careful if you do. Uh, you know, there's something dangerous in the forest at the moment. So just try to take the main path. 
Sure. Do you mind if I take um, Cloud Butt, the horse? Oh, you sure you want to take Cloud Butt? I mean, her butt definitely looks like a cloud, and uh, her behavior's a bit like a cloud, too, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's okay. All horses are... Bad. You're right. I've studied them extensively, and I've come to that conclusion, too. I feel like if I take a horse, at least it'll be faster. I'm just going to take one of the horses. Who knows? Are you heading off right now? Do you need my help anymore? Oh, uh, you done all these crooked. I'll be okay up here. <laughs> okay. Never was particularly good with a hammer. You get down, and you find Cloudbutt. Do you go along the path? She's a shitster. She's going to go to the forest. Uh, and you clippity-clop your way to the forest. Thanks for listening. You are my hero. Shout out to everyone who completed our last puzzle. Mum, Scarlett, CJ, Emma, Brian, Ashley, and Rachel. You are puzzle professors of particular pedigree. Till next time. Bye!